Let's take our Bibles tonight. We're going to go to Daniel in chapter number 5. Daniel chapter number 5. And we're going to look back a chapter from where we were uh, earlier today. And uh, while you're turning there, I hope that uh, the spirit of Daniel translated into my message. And I just really wanted for the church to know and understand where I'm coming from in relation to having church now, et cetera, and all the things that are involved with the travel stuff and stay at home and all of that. And I just want to obey the Lord. I want to make sure that you're able to obey the Lord as well and to to be at church if that's what uh, you feel the Lord wants you to do. Uh, I'll be here, uh, uh, or I guess uh, somewhere uh, on Wednesday, uh, but on Sundays be here and we'll be able to do what we're doing this way. Uh, so uh, we'll just be mindful of the fact that all the way through, uh, hopefully uh, till May, uh, they'll lift all that and begin to let us kind of get back to normal. Uh, that will be a blessing. Uh, and uh, I know that uh, even if it's like we all got to you know, go around town in masks and I'd rather, I'd rather be able to go everywhere in a mask than not to go anywhere at all. So uh, we'll see what they do and what the experts say. And unfortunately, all the experts really don't know uh, all the information either. <laughs> uh, and everybody's learning as they go. Uh, and uh, try not to be uh, an expert. You know, you can get in discussions every single day. Uh, but as far as I know, there's not any uh, immunologists, I guess that would be, uh, you know, uh, a field in our church. Uh, nobody in our church works for the CDC. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, there's all kinds of theories, all kinds of uh, ways that you can, uh, you can make people who love you just not like you at all uh, by arguing with them about everything under the sun. So, uh, so now is a great time uh, to, to be quiet <laughs> uh, and wait, uh, uh, endure, uh, have patience, uh, be praying. Uh, and uh, the Lord knows, uh, and He's in control. Uh, you say, well, they exaggerate deaths. They, uh, they haven't, uh, and on and on. God knows every, God knows every single one uh, that passed uh, uh, is a result of this coronavirus, but not a one of them uh, surprised the Lord. And, and so we, we just have to trust God in all of that. Uh, so we spoke this morning about Daniel and his decision to do what he always did. Uh, and uh, he was a man of character and, uh, and a man of courage and conviction. Uh, he had compassion. He was consistent uh, with uh, his life. Uh, and that's really what we're looking for uh, in our lives as Christians, to be consistent uh, and in our daily lives and praying, uh, going to church, um, doing what God wants us to do. Uh, now, what I'm going to preach on today connects to what I preached recently this morning. Of course, it's Daniel. Uh, and uh, into some of the idol things uh, that I've mentioned recently about how we trust in idols uh, and how God has broken that down for us very quickly. Uh, many of the things that we were secure in or we found security in are gone uh, and, uh, or uh, not necessarily gone but come, you know, very um, hurt very deeply. Uh, and, uh, and so we've got to uh, buy just because we are forced to in many respects, uh, to go back to um, some simple things, uh, some more simplified living, uh, and, uh, and what things that we took for granted before, hopefully beyond this event, uh, we'll no longer take those things for granted, that we'll be more grateful uh, for what we have, uh, that we'll be content with the things that we don't have, 
uh, and uh, just uh, uh, going forward. But uh, as reading uh, or preparing for the message this morning, uh, this passage here that I'm going to read uh, is one of my favorite passages in the Bible uh, because of uh, the writing uh, that was written on the wall. Uh, and by the way, this passage, uh, from this passage, is where we get the modern saying about uh, the, that's uh, or seeing the writing on the wall. All right. Uh, we get that from this, and that could be the title of the message tonight, but I, I want to call uh, tonight's message uh, Do-It-Yourself Destruction, D-I-Y Destruction. Uh, there's a lot of do-it-yourself do things going on right now, and uh, you can make uh, DIY hand sanitizer and, uh, and uh, DIY this and that. Uh, people are, uh, a lot of people, uh, Deanna, of course, making masks. There's other people that we know that are doing that, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, people becoming more industrious and, uh, and, and getting uh, things put together in their homes, perhaps. Uh, a lot of do-it-yourself projects, construction, but this is destruction. This is how, uh, or you call it the path, uh, path to destruction, if you will. This is the quick and easy way to destroy your life, is what we find uh, in the chapter preceding the one that we read this morning. But we'll begin reading in verse number 25, where the Bible says this, and this is the writing that was written, meany, meany, uh, tickle your farce. It almost sounds like uh, something a little kid would say, like nana nana boo boo, uh, a little bit to me whenever I read that. Meany, meany, tiko, your farsin. And I'm not even sure if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's not really a, a language. The Bible does not tell us uh, or reveal to us what language that was. Uh, but it says, This is the interpretation of the thing. Verse 26, meany uh, means God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tikal means thou art weighted in the balances and art found wanting. And then Perez, or uh, through Eupharsin, says Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. And by the way, this was swift and it was fast because it happened that night. Then commanded Belshazzar that they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, slain, and Darius the Median took the kingdom, being about threescore and two years old. So we see how quickly Daniel had made it up the ranks, and in part from what had happened in this passage of Scripture. But in keeping with him not being a revolutionary to the sense of uh, being against government, he was part of that government. Uh, we'll find earlier as we go back into this passage that, uh, that an offer was made that if he interpreted what was on the wall, uh, that he would be given what he was given uh, in this passage uh, that we read. Uh, but he, he basically said, you keep those things to yourself. So, I, you know, I don't want those, you keep them. But when it came time uh, at the end and the king just gave it to him, we don't see him uh, refusing it. Uh, throwing a hissy fit or whatever. He just accepted the decision of the king at that time and followed it. Uh, we read earlier uh, in Daniel that, uh, that they wouldn't defile themselves with the king's meat. They ate pottage. Uh, and uh, we see a pattern uh, of, uh, of uh, in his life of just doing what God has uh, purposed him to do. Uh, and this is no different. Uh, and by the way, uh, this isn't part of the message, uh, but he had a pretty di direct 
you know, statement to make to the king. It wasn't anything that you would want to deliver to a king, especially in that time. You know, you could, uh, it's not like today where you could be in a press conference and, uh, and try to one-up, uh, you know, uh, the president of the United States and, and he just, you know, tells you uh, that you're crazy and you're a terrible reporter uh, or whatever. Uh, and then you just go on, maybe you get some bad uh, press yourself and, and life moves on. Back then, uh, if you questioned the king, it was off with your head. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a sure way for you uh, to be killed. Uh, and, and we have stories of that in scripture, uh, but we also have some gracious responses by kings. And in this, in this passage, we have one of those. So I'm going to pray. Uh, and then we're going to get into uh, the main points of this message tonight. It's not related necessarily to the virus, but I think it'll be helpful to us uh, because I see this pattern over and over in the lives of Christians, uh, and it is a path. Uh, the Bible says the way, uh, you know, our ways, uh, the ways of man, the ways of sinners is a path that leads to destruction. Uh, and we find several examples of why you do these things, and I guarantee you, uh, you, are, you are on uh, a freight train uh, heading for heartbreak uh, and disappointment uh, and ultimately uh, could result in death. That's one of the results that sin brings uh, in our life. And so hopefully that's not the case for you. And so let's pray and ask God to bless. Our Heavenly Father, we love you. We pray that you bless this message tonight. Speak to our hearts, please. And in Jesus' name, uh, amen. Let's go back to the beginning of uh, the chapter and kind of get a running start at what we've read already. Uh, the beginning part in verse number one says, Belshazzar the king made a great feast to uh, a thousand of his lords. There's a big party. Uh, and uh, they drank wine, the Bible says, before uh, the thousand. And then notice what they did. It says Belshazzar. And by the way, Belshazzar is the son of Nebuchadnezzar. We read about him uh, in previous chapters and how God, uh, we'll see a little bit of that history there uh, in, in this chapter uh, of what God had done with Nebuchadnezzar. And Belshazzar uh, saw all that. He, he saw everything that had taken place from uh, what God had done in judgment to uh, his father, uh, to where his father turned things around and, uh, and repented, and then in God blessed him. But now he's on the throne, and he's throwing a party uh, for a thousand of his lords. And it says, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his concubines, his wives and his concubines, drank, uh, his princes, his wives, and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine, and then notice it says, and praise the gods of gold, uh, and of silver, of brass, of iron, and wood of stone. So throws a party, uh, and not only was it uh, the debauchery and everything that was going on, uh, but he went and took uh, the cups and the gold and things uh, of, from the temple that his father had, uh, and, he, and he uses them uh, for... His, this isn't like you using uh, your, your mom's good china uh, when your friends come over. This isn't even like that. This is taking what was separated for holy use and had a purpose uh, and then defiling that uh, for a, a party. And there's a message in that. It's a part of the points as I'm going to read here in a minute. Uh, but we should never use that which is separated for God uh, for our own purpose, as our own use, especially 
uh, in a misuse uh, or uh, here a party, uh, if you will. Uh, it's just uh, God's not going to have that. And so uh, not only that, but then they're praising the gods of, of gold and silver and wood. Uh, and in the idolatry rears its ugly head again. Uh, and that's just what they were doing. And so in that same hour, verse number five, in the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Now, if, if I was at this party, I, I would be, I'd ask, what, you know, what's in this cup? <laughs> uh, what did you just give me? Uh, because did you see that? Uh, what was that? Uh, it was, there are just thousand of them. Uh, and then on the wall, they see a hand with a finger, uh, and it writes on the wall uh, what we read a little while ago, meanie, meanie, tickle your farsen. Uh, and that's what it wrote. And they didn't know what it was, uh, but the hand was there. And that probably, uh, that was probably very interesting. Uh, um, something you don't see uh, every single day. Uh, and, and, uh, and I'm sure many of them saw it, and they saw part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed. I love this verse. And so they're partying, having a good time, and, uh, and, uh, and just living it up. Uh, and then it says, His countenance was changed, and his thoughts troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosed, and his knees smote once against another. You, know, you, you see that on, the, on a cartoon, you know, uh, uh, and uh, uh, we, where the knees are knocking, and that's what happened. He was, he, he is, instantly his countenance changed, uh, and he was so afraid uh, that his knees were knocking. Uh, and then it goes on to tell us that the king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers and the Chaldeans, the soothsayers. Uh, and the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon. By the way, uh, isn't that just like how we are? Uh, whenever something happens, we, we try to bring in everything and try to find out. Uh, you know, there are Christians, seriously, uh, who, who like uh, they've got a decision to make. And they'll legit, they'll like get fortune cookies. And, and they'll read uh, fortune cookies. Now, when I read them, I always mess around. They're a joke to me. Uh, and uh, we make fun of the things they're saying, and they're in ad words to it or whatever. Uh, but uh, but uh, there are Christians who, who look at horoscopes, uh, fortune cookies, uh, who, who go to psychics, uh, and, uh, and on and on and on. Uh, and or uh, try to find wisdom and direction and all kinds of things. A search for peace. Uh, people are going to meditate. Not meditate on God's word, but meditate uh, and, and try to, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, now, there's nothing wrong with relax. In fact, sometimes when I'm reading, I'll, I'll, be, I'll listen to, like, uh, <clears throat> birds uh, chirping and uh, water, you know, uh, running, you know, not like the toilet's running, uh, but like, uh, like ocean or rivers and stuff, and it's relaxing. But there are a lot of Christians who don't go to God for answers, and they go to everything else under the sun. Uh, and when you go to everything else, you're not going to get a straight answer. And when it's a God thing, uh, you're not going to find an answer for, uh, for that in uh, astrology and whatnot. Uh, and by the way, let me say, I mean, you might, you might look at your horoscope because uh, it's interesting or whatever and, uh, and think about it being funny, but there's also a part in all that uh, to where you're messing with things uh, that you shouldn't mess with. Uh, and, and opening up doors uh, to Satan in your life that you shouldn't. 
And so if, if you got a loved one who's a Christian, they're a blood-bought child of God, and they're playing with those things, uh, and you can get away with it, backhand them. Because uh, uh, they ought not be doing it. Uh, and uh, so uh, make it something real important. I remember as kids, you know, uh, messing with all kinds of those things, uh, and it's, uh, it's a scary thing. And the Bible says that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Uh, and so you say, well, I, don't, I don't play with those kind of things, but you're rebellious. Uh, to God and the Word of God, uh, and, uh, and it's just as bad. So uh, you can have, you can have uh, one Christian play with a Ouija board, uh, and, you can, and you can rightly judge them and say, hey, that's not a right thing to do. Uh, but, if, uh, but if you're sitting out of church and not reading your Bible, uh, your rebellion is just as bad uh, as the guy playing with a Ouija board. Uh, and all of God's people said, well, in all of it, just a couple of you. Uh, and hopefully you uh, at, uh, at home uh, would agree with that. If you don't, uh, you're wrong, uh, and, uh, and uh, that's okay. So uh, he calls these soothsayers and astrologers and the Chaldeans and whatever, and, uh, and all the wise men of Babylon, whosoever shall, uh, shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof, shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be... Uh, the third ruler in the kingdom. So he put out uh, the, here's what I'm going to give you if you can do this. And by the way, uh, still, I would be, uh, they're moving pretty fast. I still would be talking about, like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, did you get the stuff on the wall? Is right. I would be less concerned about what it meant because I would be probably far away from there uh, and uh, as quickly as I could. Then came all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was King Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. astonished. Uh, they were astonished at uh, his countenance. The whole, I mean, uh, what a, what a buzzkill uh, for a party uh, was, uh, you know, uh, and uh, call everybody, and nobody could figure out what it said. Uh, and, uh, and then, of course, the queen comes in, in verse number 10, uh, by reason of the words of the king, and his lords came into the banquet house, and the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, uh, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man, we read these verses this morning, there is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, and in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in him, whom uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians and astrologers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting dreams and showing of hard sentences. And we read that. So they brought Daniel before the king. Uh, and uh, uh, he, the king says, Art thou Daniel? Uh, he says, uh, I am Daniel. Uh, and uh, he says, I've heard about you. Um, and he just did <laughs> uh, from his wife. His wife, uh, it's, it's almost funny. It's almost like, hey, you know, uh, his wife just says, hey, there's this guy and he can do this. And by the way, your dad, uh, the king, uh, and then repeats, your dad, the king, and reminds him that, uh, that this guy uh, had some status, Daniel, uh, with his dad, uh, and, uh, and was just told that, says, are you Daniel? Yes, I'm Daniel. He says, I've heard about you, <laughs> uh, and uh, kind of buttering him up a little bit, uh, and uh, you're of the uh, children of the captivity. I've heard, uh, I've even heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, uh, all these people that I've brought before me, uh, they, uh, they cannot um, solve this riddle, uh, and, uh, and I believe that uh, you can. He says, and if you do, if you can tell me 
uh, what's written on that wall. And if, and if it was, and if it was uh, me, uh, I would have probably looked over at the wall. I mean, we know he understood what it says because he gives the interpretation here in a second. Uh, there's pro- pro- if it was me or if it was you, you would have probably read that bad news uh, and just said, you know what, that's above my pay grade. Uh, don't think I'm going to be able to help you today. You might have to, uh, you might have to call in somebody else uh, and um, just, you know, uh, I'm just not going to be able to help you because it was bad news. And, and, and most people don't like delivering bad news, uh, even prophets. Uh, now, they obeyed the Lord and did it, uh, but it's never pleasant to do so. He says, and if you can tell me what's written on that wall, uh, then, uh, then uh, I'll put a chain of gold about thy neck and thou shalt be the third ruler in the kingdom. He had given that out. To everybody, all the magicians, all the sorcerers, everybody else, nobody could do it. All right, uh, let's bring in Daniel, see if he can do it, and, if, and this will be your reward. Then Daniel answered and said to the king, Let thy gifts be to thyself, and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king, and make known to him the interpretation. And then he continues uh, with, uh, with that very thing. Now, right here is where we find uh, the, uh, the outline, if you will, tonight of, uh, of uh, what I believe uh, is the path uh, that Belshazzar was on that led to his demise that we read about as we began. And the first thing I think he did that I see a lot of Christians do uh, is he disregarded history. He didn't learn from history. History is there for us to learn. I mean, there's a lot of things we can learn about. Uh, things from history, uh, but one of the obvious ones is that uh, we aren't to repeat uh, the bad decisions and things of history, uh, or uh, in in disregarding uh, everything from uh, as us as Christians, our our backgrounds, our church backgrounds, our families, all that. Uh, he disregarded history. When you disregard, when you do not learn. Uh, from others and learn from history and you set that aside. I think that's what a lot of Christians are doing. Uh, there are a lot of New Testament independent Baptist uh, people in churches today uh, that have zero idea about their Baptist heritage. It's like uh, we'll look at uh, kids in schools who don't know the history of America and think how terrible it is that them liberal teachers are rewriting history uh, in, in not teaching them the history of the United States of America or whatever. Uh, but uh, just as bad and probably worse uh, is that we have young people growing up in churches that have no idea why they're a Baptist uh, and, uh, or their Baptist history and all that went in uh, and even the Baptist history uh, of, uh, of America. Uh, and all the church planting and things that, uh, that took place and, and why we can do, he disregarded. Here's some of the history. He says, O thou king, most high, verse number 18, uh, God, uh, the king, O thou king, most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and a majesty and glory and honor uh, for the majesty that he gave all the people, nations and languages. Uh, and, uh, but it says that his heart, verse 20, uh, when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from the kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. And remember, he was driven from the sons of men, uh, and his heart was made like the beasts, uh, and he was dwelling with wild asses and, and, and eating grass, uh, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till uh, he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of man, and that he appointeth over it whomsoever he will. Uh, so there's like a whole history in his own family. And how that, uh, how that uh, his father, being lifted up with pride, was, was judged by God. Uh, and, 
and not only, you know, it was kind of the whole writing on the wall thing, uh, but if, if your dad uh, is crawling around in the fields eating grass uh, and, uh, and all grown over with, uh, in all the things that were involved in, in doing that, uh, what, you know, uh, it was kind of like, um, that's a big deal. I mean, that would, that's a, that's a, a traumatizing uh, type of, uh, of an event. That's something that you can't hide. I mean, he was the king, uh, and he's basically deposed to, uh, to, to being an animal uh, in a field until he repented, uh, and then God, um, God changed all of that. But Belshazzar knew that. The whole, the whole, everybody knew that. And so the man of God said, all right, uh, if you tell me, he says, okay, I'll tell you that. And he, the first thing he did was remind him of history that he had disregarded. God's going to judge him in a minute, uh, but he needed to know that one of the reasons that God was judging him was because he uh, uh, didn't remember or he disregarded, he set it aside. Uh, it's that whole kind of uh, uh, insane um, detachment from like reality, uh, thinking you can just, just ignore uh, what had taken place before and just kind of go on and, and he's repeating history because he himself had been lifted up with pride uh, and his heart hardened. He not only disregarded history, but he despised his own heritage. Look at verse number 22. And thou his son, O Belshazzar, has not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all of this. I mean, that's pretty direct. He says, you've forgotten history and you've despised your, your heritage uh, and that you, knowing everything that happened to your father, you refuse to humble yourself uh, and to repeat history, uh, O Belshazzar. So he despised his heritage. But then uh, he defied God, verse 23, but has lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven. Uh, and, uh, and now the Bible says that we're to anything that is elevated uh, above God is something that we should despise and, and, uh, and, uh, and get right. Uh, anything that exalts itself above the name of God is a bad thing. We think about the, uh, the I wills of Saint, Satan and, uh, and, his, and how he exalted himself. Pride uh, can, is, is, the big, is such a terrible sin. Uh, and it got to the point that he had lifted himself against the Lord. Uh, and you say, well, how did he do that? Uh, it says, and they have brought thee vessels of his house, God's, before thee. And thou and thy lords, thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and then praise other gods. So he says, what was meant for service to God, you have co-opted in service to you. Uh, and you've lifted yourself up uh, uh, above God and defied him. And then he defiled the holy things of God. Uh, and that he praised the gods of silver and gold and brass. He used what was set, as, set apart for God in his service uh, for himself. And I mentioned that a little while ago. Uh, but there's also something here uh, in verse number 23 uh, that I want to point out about the idols. Uh, it says here uh, that these idols, these gods, the gods of silver and gold and brass and iron and wood and stone. Notice what it says, and underline these please. Which see not nor hear, nor know. Um, one of the terrible side effects or, uh, or results of, uh, of idol worship uh, is that it's, it's complete vanity. 
Uh, your, uh, it, was, uh, it was last night, yes, uh, the, uh, that old school Moses, the Ten Commandments. I forget what it's called with Charleston. Is it Heston? That it's called Ten Commandments. That was on. And, and, and I always get, whenever I see that, I get, I get drawn in and I, <laughs> I begin watching. And it is so corny. Uh, and, the, and the more time that passes, uh, the worse it is, uh, in, you know, in the, the acting and everything. Uh, but, uh, uh, but at one point, uh, Ramses, uh, is, his uh, son was dead, his firstborn son, and, uh, and, uh, and he let uh, the people go, uh, Pharaoh did. And, and so he brings his son uh, and, and then lays it uh, up on uh, the, the altar of, uh, of the, the God. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, and, uh, and basically, his, even his wife was mocking him and saying, you know, he's not going to listen to you, whatever. Uh, they, there's no comfort. There's no listen. That God that he was praying to, uh, not the God of Moses, uh, was useless. Uh, and, and we read about, you know, the challenges of men like Elijah in the Bible and all that. Uh, but, uh, but the idols that we set up, that we are securing, and by the way, uh, most Christians, this is, this is, what, this is, what, this is how they, they treat God, like a fire extinguisher and a, and a spare tire. That's, that's basically how they treat God. Uh, they want God to put out fires, and if, and if something breaks down, uh, they're going to need him. Uh, and, uh, and that's all God, that's all God is to them. And if, and if there's no fires to put out and there's no breakdowns, then they just go on with life and not even thinking about anything, uh, and, uh, and find all of their security and their trust and their worship, uh, they're worshiping idols. And, uh, and what God says here through his prophet, it says those idols don't see, you know, you can't, uh, if you got if you got a health problem, let's just use that as an example because we, it could be COVID. It could be uh, you could have uh, some type of a health issue, and the idol that you set up in your life uh, doesn't see what you're going through. Uh, it, 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 what you worship outside of God doesn't see your need. Uh, it doesn't hear uh, your prayers and doesn't have the knowledge. Uh, of what's going on, or even how to get you through it, because they're, they're nothing. They're not going to help you through it. That is why, uh, like right now, uh, when things are bad, people start praying again. It's fire extinguishers and spare tires. Uh, and uh, and we, uh, we want to be praying to God before bad things happen, but it's just our human nature. It, it, was, it was the nature uh, of, of Belshazzar, uh, and it's the nature uh, of Bob Reno uh, and uh, of you uh, that we just, we, we just treat God uh, like he's some kind of a bellhop uh, to just to come to our aid whenever we have need. But God wants us to pray to him uh, in, in, in thanksgiving and supplication and prayer, all these things, uh, and not just gimme, 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 uh, but uh, praising God and things. And so he said, uh, he says, these things that you're praying to, these gods you're praising, they see not, they, they hear not, uh, they don't know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is, and whose are all thy ways, hast thou not glorified. So it was kind of, you know, two things. It was like you're worshiping false gods that don't see, hear, uh, and know. And then the God who does everything, you don't glorify him. And so they were on a path 
that led to destruction. They dis, he disregarded history. He despised his heritage. He defied God. He devoured the holy things of God. Uh, and he didn't glorify God for what he had and how he was blessed. Everything he had in his kingdom, everything we have belongs to God. Everything Belshazzar had uh, was a direct result of God. And so he says this, and so he goes on. He says, you've, you've forgot your history. Uh, you've forsaken your, your dad and his heritage and your family, you know better. You saw all of this. And you lifted yourself up uh, um, higher than God uh, and you used the vessels that were meant for him for your drunken party. Uh, and, uh, and it was written on the wall. The handwriting is on the wall. Uh, you, have, you have defiled the holy things of God and, and not glorified him. And he says, here's, here's, what, you know, here's what that says. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of buildup. I, I, you know, I would, uh, I, I would probably uh, say that, um, you know, uh, even thought, well, it's kind of enough. I've kind of, kind of given him enough information. Uh, and, uh, but now he reads the words. He says, uh, the writing that was written, meanie, meanie, take all your farce in. This is the interpretation of the thing. He says, meanie, it means God hath numbered. It says, it's so basically he says, numbered, numbered, weighed, divided. Numbered, numbered, weighed, divided. He says, God hath numbered your kingdom. The days of your reign, God has brought it to an end. That's what God is going to do. Your days are numbered. That's basically what he's saying. God has numbered it and he's brought it to an end. And he says, thou art weighed in the balances on the scale and have found wanting. God's numbered your days. Uh, you've been put on the balance and found wanting. And he says, and then divided. God is going to divide your kingdom. And it happened that night. And then commanded Belshazzar. So I, I love just thinking about the whole dynamics and, and how I wish I could see uh, this. And so uh, Daniel says, uh, you're a dead man. Your reign is over. The Medes and the Persians are coming. They're on their way. It happened that night. I don't know how far they were. Maybe they're on the outs, you know. Uh, but, but that is the night. Uh, that uh, he did. So how, how do you know that? Because it's in that night <laughs> uh, in verse number 30. So, so he lays it out. Here's what that says. It's not good news. He says, he said, numbered, numbered, weighed, uh, divided. Then verse 29, commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. You know what? Uh, I, I'm, I might be dying, uh, but I'm going to keep my word. And so it's just like, uh, I can just imagine. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, if I was Belshazzar, I'm already feeling pretty bad. And, uh, and then he sees this boom, boom, boom. Here's what that says. And he goes, get this man a gold necklace <laughs> uh, and, uh, and make him third in the kingdom. And you notice he didn't say, you know what? I, I, I told you I don't want that. Uh, God has a purpose and a plan, and God was going to be elevating him. And uh, what? Uh, and even through this situation, we know how God works in the affairs of men, and all things work together for good. And how uh, we look at things in life, and uh, and what is meant uh, for harm is, is is could be meant for good. And, and God is God is working just like He's working now. All the things that are taking place, uh, God is God is is doing stuff. We don't see it. We can't understand it. Uh, we can't, you know. And even when we say that God knows about like you know, like uh, deaths and stuff. There, I saw in the news earlier, there was a, uh, an ER new, nurse that died uh, of COVID alone. Uh, nobody knew she uh, had passed away. 
Uh, and, uh, and when we look at that as a Christian, we, see, we understand the sovereignty of God. Uh, but when we say stuff like that to people who are lost, they don't understand that. But we know that God is working and that He's in control and He is doing things. And it's no surprise. It, it surprised her family. It surprised us. It's on the news and, and we don't understand. And how can nobody, whatever, but it didn't surprise uh, God. It says, and in that night, uh, Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans, was slain, and Darius the Median took the kingdom, being about threescore in uh, two years. Um, the point that I want to get across for, to you this evening is that if you look at the life, the short life of Belshazzar, um, I guarantee you, you can see, maybe in your own self, but you could also see in the lives of people that you care for and love, uh, that they're going down the wrong, uh, the wrong path. Uh, and uh, we need to remind them of history. Uh, we need to remind them uh, of the godly heritage that they have in their own families, perhaps, or they have in, uh, in their church and uh, in how they have maybe the church they've grown up in or the pastors they've had, et cetera, that history. Uh, you cannot, um, probably the most arrogant thing uh, and, and I've heard it a million different ways. People say, oh, you know, you just think you know everything or uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you're arrogant. What is arrogant is when you exalt yourself above God. Uh, I'm just trying to obey God and here's what God says. Uh, but when you say, I don't need that and I'm my own God, that is way more arrogant than somebody who just simply wants to, to live their life and, and obey uh, their heavenly father. Uh, and he defiled the things of God. And God says that the, the, writing's on, the writing is on the wall, by the way, for anybody that's doing this stuff. The writing's on the wall. The, uh, the book of Galatians teaches we, we reap what we sow. You cannot, you cannot live this way in defiance to God and expect God to bless you. The writing's on the wall. You will be destroyed. Uh, your life will be ruined uh, because you're just going to party and do your thing. Uh, and, uh, and use. There's all kinds of illustrations could be made about just taking what, what's meant for God and use it for self and for, uh, and for uh, the, the lust of the flesh and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're just not to do that. It will never, the writing is on the wall. Uh, you are on a path uh, uh, that leads to destruction. It will not turn out good for you in the end. And by the way, um, the, it rains on the just and the unjust. And there are people that you know, there are people that I know that don't live for God and they seem to be, um, you know, have things or whatever. They're not blessed. They're not blessed of God. Uh, but, but they have, and there's lost people that have stuff and, and things. Uh, that's just how it all, that's how it all works. Uh, but they better enjoy it. Because without Christ, uh, they're going to die and go right straight to hell. And, uh, and so we share the gospel. We preach the gospel. We do all these things because we know uh, that they need a, a Savior. And that's the answer, by the way, right now. Uh, what people need uh, is, is a Savior. There's all kinds of fear. Fear is, uh, has just consumed our society. Uh, and we know that, that God can cast out, perfect love casts out fear. We know all that. But we've got to introduce people to Jesus. Uh, and, uh, and that's uh, an important thing for us to do. Numbered, numbered, weighed, and divided. Uh, he says the writing's on the wall. Uh, what a strange night. I mean, a lot of things took place in that one evening. 
Uh, and, uh, uh, and I don't, uh, I just, for me, I would like, I don't want to go through that. Uh, I, don't, I don't want God to have to intervene in such a way uh, because I'm so ignorant uh, and stubborn uh, that I can't learn from the mistakes of Belshazzar. Uh, that, that, that I can't read my Bible. And by the way, it's one of the reasons you're supposed to read it. So you can see these stories and not do the same thing. Well, I'm not going to use the things for God for my own use. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to set aside my heritage and history, etc. And, and defy God and lift myself up and do all that and worship idols and, uh, and not glorify God with my life. Because that didn't turn out well for Belshazzar. I don't want that same thing for me. I don't want that same thing for you. And so when somebody, when somebody does that, you know, I say, hey, uh, grab, a, grab your Bible. Let me show you something from Daniel chapter number five. The writing's on the wall. It's not going to turn out good for you. Well, you know, um, and you're going to get some pushback. Uh, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be great uh, if, uh, if, if Christians, when, I mean, it was bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, judgment, you're going to die that night. And he goes, and, and his response is like, Get the guy a necklace, put him in charge. You got it right. And, uh, you know, um, it, we find other kings and other people like, say, didn't I tell you that guy was going to, that prophet was going to say bad things and whatnot? Uh, and, uh, but now this guy's like, I mean, how can you argue with God? It's like, all right, but nice knowing you. And uh, the Bible says, in that night he was slain and gone. Uh, and uh, um, what, a, what a story. And what a, you know, um, we think about, like, where were we at this, that, and the other. It's like, could you imagine? I mean, you know, hey, I was at that party. There's a thousand of us up on the wall, and, and uh, some crazy prophet come by, and all this stuff had happened. And that night, everything just ended. The kingdom was divided, uh, and Belshazzar was gone just in that night. And uh, um, I'll be like, I ain't ever going to a party like that again. <laughs> you know, if it's whatever, somebody's like, hey, go get the, go get the, uh, the cobblers, uh, you know, the wine vessels uh, that are supposed to be for the temple, and, and let's just use those. I'll be like, whoa, no, I'm out of here. Don't do that. It's bad news. Don't you remember this? Remember that? You know, uh, if, if that happened in our day and time, we'd be like, you know, it would be all over the internet, you know. I mean, we would learn, and, and for us to repeat it would be so dumb. But, but we're dumb. And we just, keep, we just keep doing the same stuff. And uh, when there's even their stories just like this, so what do we do? We don't, we don't do those things. We say, God, help me. And every time we get an inkling to do what this king does, we just don't. And then we glorify God, and we live for Him, uh, and uh, and we have we we're more we be more of a Daniel. We dare to be a Daniel. Uh, we have the spirit of Daniel. Uh, we we live for God like the three Hebrew children, uh, and uh, and we just and we just trust Him. Uh, and it's like, hey, uh, you know, no, keep your own stuff. And then it's the end. It's like, you know, I could just imagine him sitting there, Nick was going over, and uh, and he just and but all of a sudden. He's in charge. Uh, and then we get into what we read uh, this morning and all the, uh, the things about uh, his, uh, them trying to get him. Um, meanie, meanie, uh, tico, your farson.
Um, it's just a weird phrase. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but you ought to memorize it. Uh, and numbered, numbered, weighed, and divided. Uh, and, uh, and if you just remember that, in these little things that, uh, not even little, big things that had happened, um, you'll be a long way uh, in a better way uh, of resisting the carnality and uh, temptations of life and living for God uh, because the writing's on the wall. If you do these things, it isn't going to turn out good for you. And so as your pastor, I'm like, hey, don't. Or you could be at just, as a, at just as a friend and say, hey, uh, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. Uh, and uh, and uh, are you better than Belshazzar? No, not better than Belshazzar. And it's like, so you're just, you're, it's going to turn out the same way for you. Now, the Medes and Persians aren't going to come in, and uh, you more than likely are not going to uh, be slain uh, for your poor decisions or whatever, uh, but you know the principle is there, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and it won't turn out well. So uh, let's, let's not do that uh, in our lives and pray for those, and intervene, intercede, uh, supplicate, pray, intercessory prayer for those who are on that path, DIY. Um, uh, do-it-yourself destruction. Let's all pray tonight. Our Heavenly Father...